Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... uh September 24th, the time is about 3.30 p.m. Radio NBC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this, the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. We've been conducting this from past 10 years, so if anybody has any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask a question. If you're a newcomer, if you show your face and you let Gayatri know, then you'll be promoted. Hare Kumar. Yeah, hi. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to ask questions. Uh, Like, uh, I received my EAD two months back. This is regarding Mm -hmm. my 485 case. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, GC, me and my wife filed together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I received my EAD uh, by end of July, the actual card. But my wife's Mm -hmm. case is pending. Like, the biometrics, there is some problem with the updations. And it Mm -hmm. has been rescheduled. Mm-hmm. So now my business impacting my 485 uh, approval progress because uh, there is no movement on my 485. Can you please uh, clarify on that? I didn't get it. One, your wife fingerprints, they're doing it again. That's what you told me. Again, they are, again they are doing. We both went for biometrics in April. Uh, so wh- what is your question now? I didn't my question, question is, uh, after getting my EAD card, I, I don't see any progress on my 485. So it's, oh. it remained like fingerprints uh, collected, that's all, in April, that's all. That's about 100,000 people are there like that. Okay. You're one of them. Uh, okay, so this means until my wife, we both will get it GC has, together it, at a time? No, not necessarily, not necessarily. You may get it together, you may not get it together. We don't know. There's a good oh, okay. chance you will get it together. Oh, okay. So that's what is holding up my my 485 progress. I could I couldn't I cannot say that it is it is holding because of that. It could be, it could not be. I cannot tell it. Oh okay, okay. sir. Yeah. Okay. Then. Thank you. Thank you. Raj. Hi Raghul Garu. Uh, thank yes. you. Thank you for your service to the community. Sure. My priority date is uh, December 2012 in EB2. Mm-hmm. With, mm-hmm. uh, with a consulting company. Mm-hmm. Now I am with company B. It is an end client company. For last mm-hmm. one year, I'm working here. I missed mm-hmm. the board to apply in October, last October, because you know, I lost the job at company A. I moved mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. I have 16 years uh, age of kid, you know, for, for mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. So now the company is, uh, you know, taking the papers and everything to file my firm. And mm-hmm. it looks like that EB2 December 2012 is, uh, you know, the filing date is coming coming to current in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. So my question is, should I stay back or should I go back to the company A and apply for 485? 
because my well, one copy and perm is already there let me ask you this question though was the company a offering you the position offering you to take you back was the company offering you or they did not offer you yeah they are ready to take me back because it's a consulting firm you know i have to look for the project and join them if they are taking you back i'm going back buddy yeah but i have like 300k stock options with the current company i will lose that yeah that's a tough choice buddy that's it 300k when you say 300k is it like 300k is the money or no, is it the 300k in cash almost equivalent yeah, it is 20k like uh, shares which mm-hmm. which will worth that one yeah i mean i can't tell them it's up to you it's up to you so how, what stage they are in when it no, comes no, no, to no there there is the prevailing wage rate right now uh it's a tough call man it's a tough call okay okay and also if i apply for a concurrent h1 should uh-huh. i inform the company b that i i am working with company a on concurrent no absolutely not okay i would not but when they apply for perm i have to mention in somewhere in the perm that i am working on concurrent a with somewhere with other company how to avoid that situation we need to speak with that privately though okay 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 yeah. next person please thank you very much atul hi uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity and your service to the community uh, i am new here for the first time so thank you again uh, i switched from company a to b uh, one month back um, uh my company a uh, filed my extension uh, and amendment in 2020 approved and in december 2020 um today early morning uh, i received a communication from uscis that the case that was uh, filed by company a uh, uh, approval on that has been revoked um, so i wanted to know uh, how does that impact me uh, before it it's revoked me? before it's revoked did you received any intent to revoke Uh, uh no there was just an email saying that we are working on that case we received a communication that's it what is your company's name tcs tata consultancy oh it could be that they are ju- they've just withdrawn the h1 okay okay uh okay and uh, i was thinking that it's something like uh, this normally happens with some fraudland company but tcs doesn't file anything uh, fraudland not to my knowledge so uh, you're good okay. i don't see any problem with you Okay, thank you so much. Uh, that was when they question. when they withdraw it, they call it as revocation. Though that's a, that's a confusion that people have. So you're good. I don't see any okay. problem with you. Okay, thank you so much, sir. That was just my question. I appreciate that. Raj. Hi. Uh, uh, hi. Thanks for your service and uh, the opportunity, sir. I'm currently on H1B status, and I got my EAD AP ten months ago. and currently i applied for ead ap renewal my priority date is 2014 and eb3 uh, i am planning to change my company to join a new company on ead join what is uh, plan oh yeah on okay join an ead okay yeah and uh, my question is what documents i need from my employer for the uh, i think i need to file a ac 21 uh, what supporting documentation i will need Uh, from the company and uh, do you suggest uh, changing 
the company at this point and moving from H1B to EAD status? I would if I were you. And okay. uh, what what you need require is having a copy of the labor certification and I-140 petition would be very good. But instead of getting from the company, you can directly get it from USCIS. Okay. So okay. Um, that is called, uh, do you have the link, um, uh, um, Gayatri, for I-140 petition? Mm, I have this, Rahul. FOA, I do have right? I-140, no. but I don't, I don't have, no, I don't know how to I get need, labor. I need I-140 petition copy. No, no, not that. I'll, I'll send it to, to you, Gayatri. Put it in the thing so that you need I-140 petition copy. Petition okay. copy that has the I-140 approval. You can oh, go to USCIS website and they will give it for free to you. It takes only 10 minutes for you to do it. I will give you a link for it. Okay. I'll okay. give you a link for it. Um, and what do I need from the company, new company? Like a two. new company requires, um, if you are in, they require a little bit, lot more information. If you're interested in, you can drop an email to us. I will tell you how much we charge. What information no, I, I'm particularly interested to know AC 121. I need to file, right? Yes. So for that, it's what supporting documentation? 485J supplement. Okay. That's really yes. needed. And everything, right? Yeah. That's all. That's all you needed. Okay. One second. I'm sorry, guys. I just want to give this gentleman the uh, Gayatri note. Put this in the uh, Excel sheet so that if somebody asks, you can get it. You can take that from Gayatri, okay? Okay, um, thank you. From the company requires lot of information, uh, gross income, revenue, gross revenue, number of employees. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit more information, though, uh, from the company that you're going to join. From the existing company, you need the labor and I-140 petition. And I okay. sent you the... You don't have to go there to get it. You okay. can go outside to this website and you can get that information. Okay. And do do companies give this uh, J-485 documentation, the new company? Uh, yeah, normally they, normally they do. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Parva? Hello. Hello. Yes. yes. Go ahead, ma'am. Uh, hello. Uh, actually, I lost my uh, approval notice, uh, H-1B approval notice. And uh, without realizing that, we, I had planned for India trip and I have a stamping interview on uh, October 6th. So uh, can I go with a copy of I-797 I uh, notice? Or and you have the okay? waiver for the... Uh, you have a child who's born here? Y yes. Um, I have never seen any difficulty for the people who don't have the originals to go and get the stamping. I have never seen any difficulty now or entering into the country too. But having said that, you know, I used to have the difficulty somewhere 10 years ago, but I've never seen the difficulty of it. Because even if we give them the originals, they never believe it. They always check it on their side. Okay. So I can just hand, hand over the copy of uh, the... I As I said to you, ma'am, I have never seen any difficulty okay. as well. Okay. okay, it should be. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Srinath. Uh, hi, thanks for giving me the opportunity. I have two questions. Uh, right now, I'm working on my I-140. 
so i just want to know like uh, can i immediately apply for uh, h4 ead after my i140 approval for my yeah absolutely the day it's approved you can you can file h4 ead uh, and one more thing is like i should be with my current employer for 6 months right so if i move to another employer within that 6 months and if i if that i140 is revoked can i still use that h4 ead or um Uh, I'm sorry. If if after six months, you before six months or after six months, before before six months, if I move to another employer, like can I use that revoke I one forty and can I apply for H four EAD? No, you cannot. Okay, so at least I should stay with my current employer for six months. That's right. Otherwise, so you'll be in trouble. So if it is already applied and if it is already approved, uh, how, then how it will go? i don't think so your question has any meaning uh, i mean like uh, if i uh, uh, after i want for the approval if i start the h4 ead process and it got approved and like after four months or something like that if i move to another employer then how does it work like so how does that what works i mean is that h4 ead still valid or if it's approved it's valid if it's not approved okay. it's not valid of course okay it is it uh, is so, srinath it is in your best interest not to move within the 6 months after i want for the approval okay the problem okay. here is like uh, my client is requesting me to join full time but my current employer is doing my i140 so change, the change the client okay next person okay, yeah. Yeah, thank you Sandeep Jadhav, you, you want the priority date to be established earlier. You don't want to be coming to this conference cause for your life. Go ahead, Sandeep. Yeah, hi, uh, hi Rahul. So, I quick question. Uh, my, uh, I got my EAD and uh, my GC interview also completed. And the officer said, you know, you will see the result in one week or something. But it's being now more than three weeks. I don't see any updates. I didn't get any updates. And uh, my, and what, and, and what, what premium processing you're speaking? Sorry? which one which one has been it's been one week you said so no i i completed my interview green card interview yeah they say it's one it could happen in one week it take 100 days also there's not much you can do right now okay but uh, issue is like in november like my priority date is april 2013 in eb3 but in november you know people are saying it might uh, i got the point but what can you do the question is what can you do oh, okay so like there is some uh, capacity like they have to reply within 60 days or 90 days they uh, break the... their rules every single day okay and how about the chances of uh, getting dates back for eb3 is... there is a chance they may retract but the question is what can you do right now if the guy doesn't work there's not okay. much you can do okay so... next you just have to wait for that guy to approve it that's all you can do right now if not contact the congressman but at least you have to give 30 days before you contact the congressman next person please okay okay thanks manish hi uh thank you rahul for uh taking this call and uh, helping out the society um my question is related to my pump filing mm-hmm. my current company start started my pump filing a while ago but they're doing it very slowly and uh, my priority date is november 2011 um 
And recently, I had my prevailing wages approved, but they are saying there's a reduction in force, and oh, they have on. to wait until March 2022 to oh, file a pump. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're saying the prevailing wages will expire in that time. And the big complication, and I, I didn't know about this, is um, because my date will be current in the October visa bulletin, they're saying I cannot extend my H1 anymore change, for three years. Change, uh, change the company, though. No, you can file for a period of one year right she, now. One year, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that too, I think my attorney said um, they will have to look through the... Uh, they don't want bulletin. you. Would you get to the point? They don't like you, Manish. <laughs> I mean, but do I have an option to change the employer? Because wouldn't that three-year extension and uh, visa date being current be a problem? No, that's fine. That's fine. You can change the employer. Um, the prior to date has to, final action date has to be current for one year for you not to get the H-1B extension. And there are many loopholes and exceptions to that thing though. Um, at this point of time, I want you to change the company ASAP. Can you go back to the old company? Um, I'll have to check. I mean, yeah, if there are positions available. I'll have to available. shoot you, buddy, for this. I'll have to shoot you for it. I mean, what do you mean you have to check? Go check it. What are you doing from all this time? No, um, I had the opportunity, but it's it's not. I mean, it's not. It's one of these big, uh, bigger firms. So you know, it, they have. I have to go back and apply for a different position, and I don't even know if it's going to be the. Okay, first is you try not. that. If that doesn't work, you uh, try to change the job right now. It's a hot market for IT guys, so please sure. uh, don't stick first with your company. There's is, no reason. First option okay, is go first back to the old company. Back to, okay. Second option. Second is option. Change change to a small consulting company that can file the green card immediately. Okay, but uh, during this change of employer, will the H-1 be extended for three years? Or yeah, how, how it, 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 there is a chance that it may be extended for one year. There's a good okay. chance it will be extended for three years. There's a slight chance it will be extended for one year. Okay, but with the current employer, why, why is the condition that it cannot be extended for three more years? The guy doesn't is want to apply for the green card. How long are you going to be coming to this conference call? Understand, understand. Uh, but is uh, but uh, my attorney was saying it's a rule under Barack Obama's. Uh, they made a change where if your filing date is current, uh, final you will not get. I already went through the three year, one year with you. Let's not go through that one. Okay. 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 Next person. Please. All right. You, you may want to consult privately though, because I will. You need I to start. Yeah. yeah, you need to strategize yourself because I don't know what you're doing from past one year not contact the old employer. Next person. Please. Sure. Sure, thank you. I'll contact you. Hello? Yes, go ahead, Bob. Hi, Hi this is my first time. Uh, thanks a lot for taking my call and thanks for your service. Uh, so my priority date is uh, uh, June uh, 20, 2011. Um, uh, in this current July month, uh, July 2021, I got my EAD and AP approved. But in the August, I got a notice saying that my application, 485 application was transferred uh, from uh, NBC to Nebraska Service Center. Um, I, was, I was thinking of uh, interfiling my medicals. So uh, where should I send it? To the original or should I send it to the Nebraska Service Center? Nebraska, Nebraska Service Center. Okay. So the other issue is uh, my birth certificate, mine and my wife's birth certificate, uh, you know, it did not have the full name, right? So I have affidavits for the birth certificate. What, 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 what is your full name? Uh, Muthu Balaji Ramkumar. 
Muttu Balaji Ramkumar. So what's in there yeah. in the birth certificate? Muttu Balaji. Oh, Ramkumar is the last name there. Yeah. That's fine. You don't need an affidavit. Okay. Okay. So, so, so then all that is pending is the medical which I can interfile. You should. Okay. You are okay. Uh, okay. I have one other question. Um, so originally uh, in, in October 2020, right, uh, uh, my EB2 date itself was available for in the date of filing chart. So I didn't have to do the EB3 downgrade. Uh, but in the in, in March 2021, uh, the EB3 became available, uh, became current. So uh, uh, through my lawyers, I applied for the 140 downgrade. But then immediately in May, my EB2 date also became current. So I never bothered to do the 140 premium. Uh, is my 485 still tied to the EB2? It's tied to, or? it's tied to EB2. Okay, so I don't have to bother the EB3 premium, right? So when, when you file the EB3, that was filed separately than I485s, right? It was separate, yeah. Yeah, it's you're tied with EB2. You don't have to bother doing EB3 at all. Next person, okay. please. Thanks a lot. Uh, there's a limit of two questions, guys. Akshata? Hey, hi. Uh, Akshata is my wife's name. I'm using her. Sure, sure. Thanks, thanks, Rahul, for uh, organizing this. This is the first time. Uh, sure. My question is slightly different regarding the B1, B2 visas. So as there is a plan to remove the travel ban in November, uh, mm -hmm. I wanted my parents to come here and their visa is getting expired in April. So I wanted mm -hmm. to know, is there any limit that the visa should be valid for X number of months no. at the port of entry? Even, even if it's valid for one month, they can come here. They will give them for six months. Okay. And we can also take the appointment when they're here, right? That simultaneously we can take for what appoint What appointment? To renew the visa in Chennai. Yeah. While they are here, yeah, you can you can you can book an appointment for them. Okay. 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 And you have up to two years they're eligible for Dropbox also. So the Dropbox, I think right now it's not they available. Right now it's not available. It will be available later on. Okay. Okay. Sure. Dropbox is not available because your parents are not exempt from the travel ban. So once they're exempt, when once there is no travel ban, the Dropbox mm -hmm. will be open for them. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks for this information, Rahul. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Next person, please. Georges. Hey, Rahul. Happy Friday. Um, sure. Quick question. Say um, employees based in LA, employees working on H-1B in New York, uh, meaning their LCA, et cetera, et cetera, was filed with their New York home address uh, uh, is the work location. Um, say employer is filing for a green card for the employee, meaning that they'll do a perm application and all that stuff. And say for business reasons, they want the employee to eventually move to LA, uh, meaning- wait, wait, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get confused. I got confused. Is the company in LA or New York? The company's in LA. The company's in LA. When they file the LCA, they file LCA for LA and New York? Uh, for the H-1B, you mean? Yes. The H-1B is filed with New York and the person, the worker is working in New York from their location. So they never used LA in the LCA? No, they didn't. On the H-1B. So in the green card, okay, go ahead. And then for business reasons, suppose they want to move the person back to LA mm -hmm. and then 
you know, like they'll they'll do their perm, I'm guessing, for them to move to LA. Meaning well, that the, the, perm is for green card, LCA is for the green H1B. Yeah, yeah so okay. the H1B is working from New York, but then if it, looking forward, they're trying to move that person to LA. And then the labor certification they do with LA is the work location or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I guess my question is when throughout that process would the person, the worker have to move to LA from New York, if, if that makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense though. It's only the intention of the employer to have the job in LA. It's only the intention of the employee that they are supposed to move at a later date to LA. And if either employer or employee breaks the promise, that's fine, nothing wrong with it. You'll still get the green card, no problem with it. But then will the employee need to move to LA when the perm is approved or when they get the green card? They are, supposed to, move, they are supposed to move when the green card is approved. But if they okay. don't move, nothing happens. Okay. But did you keep all like... the promise? Did you keep all the promises from your childhood to right now? I don't yeah. think so. You oh did. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, guess, I guess my question is: once the perm is approved, the employee can continue to work from New York under the terms of the H one B, and they don't have to move to to LA. But then, if you they are wanted, right. if they wanted right. to move to LA, they would need to do an H one B amendment. Then you are right. Unless there is an EAD, they have to do the H one B amendment. Just because okay, so, they filed the palm, you can't even move. So the EAD is what kind of like changes the situation from the worker's perspective. That's right. Okay, thanks so much. Next person, please. Vaibhav? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Rahul, for hosting this session. This is my first time. I've been following sure. your videos for a while. Uh, so my question is, my situation is a little bit unique. Uh, what, uh, so I, I filed my EB2 to EB3 downgrade uh, last October. Uh, I have my biometrics completed, my uh, final action date is current. I have interfiled my medical and uh, uh, the, I have my I-140 approved as approved. well. Uh, yeah, so I am basically waiting for my green card any day now. But during this last year, my job title changed from senior level to principal level. And my current company's attorney suggested that I, if I want to be proactive and file an uh, I-485J, uh, they are ready to do that. Uh, meanwhile, I'm also getting another job. Uh, and I'm I, I, I would file. not do 485J supplement if I were your lawyer. I okay. would recommend you, you don't do proactively. Or for the title change, right? Right. I would not do anything. Okay. Okay. And the uh, second question uh, would be, uh, what are your estimation on retrogression of EB3? Uh, I'm like, uh, let's, I, I have, I've gone so, so many times wrong. Let me stop kissing right now, okay? Let's wait until next week or the <laughs> sure. next month, okay? Next person, please. Manvi? But yeah, if you're, if you're getting a, another job, I would do 485J supplement for you though. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm, I asked that company yeah. to do that. Okay, that's a good job. Hi, uh, hi Rahul. This is Vasu. Uh, I'm using yes, my son's. No one. problem. No problem. Th thanks for helping us. Uh, I got. Uh, I mean, myself and my wife got EADs. Uh, my priority date is uh, EB3 2014 uh, November. Uh, can she work on EAD 
GCAD uh, will that uh, uh, your stay? wife or your daughter you said my wife can she is is raivan party already approved uh, yeah it's long back 2014 itself do you have any chil- children it doesn't matter though yeah, um, i have children made in india how old are they my, how, how old uh, are they 12 and 9 yeah if i were you i would let your wife work on adjustment of status cad so the, that doesn't harm my h1b right no it doesn't harm your h1b but why okay. do you want to why do you want to keep h1b yeah, yeah that is the next question so i i i i got tired of telling people to get rid of h1bs but right. they won't so, listen it's up to you guys i don't want to go with the debate again right h1 renewal i mean the the ead renewal process how much how long it will take normally it takes about 6 to 7 months but you have an option when the ead is ead is pending you can work for a period of 6 months after ead expires okay so that's not an issue like you know i can switch right yeah thank you yeah, i do got an opportunity yeah so yeah thank on. you very much move on you can move on because i don't know when the full 2014 is going to be current right now and even before also i was always advising even if the date is current you can move on to a different company that's not much risk okay. next person please thank you very much i'll take the next two callers guys yeah uh, hi rahul sir uh, good evening anish sure. sir uh, we recently got the green cards for including me and my family uh, all of them like it's, it's one month now so can i switch the job for one you month can. Uh, okay there's you no obligation you can you can be a microsoft ceo google ceo you can oh. be a for burger you can work in a burger king you can oh. be a lawyer like me or you can just sit at home yeah but there will not be any obligations on the naturalization side right during that time no nope, absolutely none i would not tell anything that would risk your naturalization Okay, thank you so much. That's it. Thanks. Next person, please. Praveen. Praveen. Hey, uh, sorry. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Hey, uh, quick question, Rahul. So, uh, first of all, thank you for all your uh, you know help sure. to the community here. uh so my my priority date is in 2014 may uh, and my wife's priority date is in 2017 um april but unfortunately i had to change jobs uh, oh, you didn't file the you didn't file the 485 no i have not i okay. i mean that's Keep what going. i'm I, i'm in ev2 and i had to change jobs a couple years ago and uh, my perm is still in progress here with the new employer mm-hmm. uh so my question is if it all i mean i know it's a far fetched from uh, at this moment but if it all my wife's date get current and if i file as a dependent on her i485 and later once my perm is approved and i had to file file my 485 how will uh, that situation you know for, having for that years, if you want to if you want to do that though uh, i don't want you to get married to the adjustment of status I don't want you to okay. use the EADs. I don't want to use the advance parole. You maintain the H1Bs. Okay. Okay. So once I get mine, uh, then I can use use the EAD. If you if you, if you are an H1B, if you maintain the H1B, you can file adjustment of status again. Okay. Got it. So what okay. you're saying, if I maintain H1B, can I file adjustment of status multiple times? Yes, Please? you can. Yes, you can. Okay. Got you. Thanks. Thanks, Rahul. Um, i'm going to just go to the questions that are asked here guys um, um one gentleman is asking whether um uh the uh, 2017 am i still hopeful 
let me tell you one thing, guys. The action that is going on right now in the Congress right now, there are so many moving parts there in the Congress. And a lot of these things, we can have something worked out by end of this year, which is only seven days. So there is a probability they may extend the date. So uh, there are a lot of provisions there in the, in the capital, what's going on. So I don't know how the things will move. Uh, they are saying that they are going to have 250,000 extra green cards. They're saying that you can file if your priority date is two years old. They're saying registry. There are so many things that are going on. Believe me, if you just put your head, it's going to blow off. So just hold on for a month. I would not move to a different employer right now. Even if you know, my priority date is 2019, I'm not moving. If I request and get an I-140 petition through USCIS, no, Shankar, they will not come to know that you requested. It directly goes from USCIS and comes to you. EB3 got this Narayan. Um, uh, Narayan, you have the you have the priority date open for uh, priority date is June 1st, 2000, EB3. Got EAD, medicals done in March. Daughter aging out on February 2012. Well, I'm five days behind. Damn. Uh, I'm hoping you did not do premium processing of I-140. Um, you may want, if, you, if your I-140 is already approved, I want you to have a consultation with me. Uh, there is a, uh, I opened up some slots for tomorrow. There's only one slot tomorrow. You need to book it. But if your I-140 is still pending right now, I don't book the appointment because uh, I'm assuming that the age you're speaking about is a natural age. Uh, which is February 2022. So, uh, if, but if, if your I-140 is already approved, I want you to book an appointment and we need to discuss. Yearly ICA of 3% salary, no, sir, you don't need to file. You don't need to file an amendment. You're good, absolutely no problem for it. Um, Vasu has this uh, question. My current H1B got approved in lottery. If I transfer to nonprofit, if you transfer back, do you need to go in the quota? No. Here is the reason though, it's a different answer. If you never counted towards the lottery system and then you're coming to a private organization, you need to go to the lottery, but you already counted towards the lottery system. So you're fine. Second. Um. Okay. Somebody is asking about Amway. No, you can't do Amway on H1B, guys. Any rumors on administration holding 80 wastages for next year in any way? I, Sri, please write a letter. Um, 
hold the USCIS accountable. Um, Gayatri is going to give a link and you should be able to get that thing. Um, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be uh, Monday and we do have a live session on Sunday if you want to attend the TV Asia thing. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.